Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number seven and be with me in the book of Hebrews. We're nearing the end of chapter two of Hebrews, and, and the first two chapters of Hebrews has been an argument that the author is using to saying that Jesus is greater than the angels. And we're going to find out something today about getting something, this is my title, is getting what angels do not. People, the offspring of Abraham, people of faith, get something that is not available to angels. We should find out what it is. We find out that it's not angels that he helps. He's helping the offspring of Abraham. So let's read. This is from Hebrews, the last paragraph of Hebrews chapter 2, starting in verse 14, 214. Since, therefore, the children share in flesh and blood, he himself, likewise, is talking about Jesus, partook of the same things, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and deliver all those who, through fear of death, were subject to lifelong slavery. And he's going to put angels in here, verse 16. For surely it is not angels that he helps, but... He helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect, so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. And then we'll get to verse 18 tomorrow. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he's able to help those who are being helped, help those who are being tempted. Okay, so the big point today is he's not helping angels. He's helping people. That there is a redemptive process available for for people. And apparently, there's no redemptive process noted in Scripture for angels. So angels, you know, no disrespect. They're these wonderful, ministering, majestic spirits, guardians who are worshiping at the throne in the presence of God. And... People are are the offspring of Abraham. And what's the marquee feature of Abraham? Let's not forget, it's faith. So God is helping people of faith in a way that it, apparently he is not helping angels. So let's talk about that process. All right, so process number one is he had to become like his brothers in every respect. Back in 2.11, it said he's not ashamed to call us brothers. And here in 2.14, he says he shares flesh and blood. He partook of the same thing. So if the first thing is he had to resemble us. He had to be like us in a certain way. So resemble is the first one. Secondly, so that he might become a high priest, so he has to have he had to have an authority of position. So he's in point number one, he's like us enough, he re- resembles us, and then point number two here, he's kind of unlike us enough to represent us. He's this high priest has the authority of position. Remember what a priest is is one who offers something on your behalf. So his sacrifices for for you, he offers some something for you. He offers a sacrifice that counts for you. The third thing is this propitiation. So the sacrifice has to count for you. So it has to be powerful enough to actually have an effect. It has to be an effective sacrifice, which I'm calling rescue. So he has the ability, Jesus has the ability to to represent us, resemble us enough to represent us, and 
to be unlike enough to represent us in this in this special holy way, and then he has to be effective enough. So this has to be an effective propitiation that is an effective sacrifice. So back in nine two nine, it says that he tastes death for everyone. So he had to be that effective sacrifice. All right, and then specifically number four, he's got to knock a few things down. And the thing that he says he knocks down is the devil, who, for a time at least, has the power of death. And, you know, let's keep an eye on the sovereignty of God here. He's granted permission to have this power. But the Lord says, that's not going to last. I'm going to restore things. That's my fourth point. He's going to restore things to the way things were. 1 Corinthians 15, 26 says, the last enemy to be destroyed is death. So this is something that I do not get... Uh, uh, to to see, but the Lord is kind of saying is, hey, don't worry, I got this. I'm going to knock the devil down. I'm going to take away his power of death, and I'm going to fix death. I'm going to stop death. And then he's going to, the fifth thing is he's going to deliver people who through fear of death. And this is something we get now. So he gets to reset our mind. That's the fifth point there. He's going to Take away our lifelong slavery, our bondage, our mental bondage to this process of being afraid of death. And we're saying, we're all saying, oh man, I wish I could have known this earlier. Okay, so let's talk about angels again. So we get something that that uniquely that they do not get. So we get what angels do not. What is it essentially that we get that angels did not? In one word, it's merciful, that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest. Mercy, that's what we get. So mercy is saying, Lord, please grant us mercy. And the Lord, who does these amazing things, he resembles enough to to look like us, and then he represents us. So he's unlike us enough that he can represent us, and he's powerful enough to be effective in, in this rescue. And we get mercy. And then we kind of get this grace. We get even more than we uh, deserve, which is help and temptation and minds that fear of death. We'll talk about help and temptation tomorrow. So if you've ever been tempted, come back. So we get what angels did not. What is it? It's mercy. And we get this, all these things, we get this divine attention of a God who cares and comes and helps. Well, how does he help? He becomes us, likes us, and he resembles us. Then he represents us. Then he rescues us. Then he restores things to the way that were, way that they were. So God does not help angels, at least in this particular way, in a redemptive way. For surely it's not angels he helps, but he helps the offspring of Abraham. And that's okay, because it's all about us. That's okay, because he helps us people. And perhaps there's you know, angels who wish a redemptive path, but there is no redemptive path, at least that we know, for angels. Well, that's the bad news. The good news is, you know, the wonderful thing is we have a redemptive path for us to be, for who? The children of Abraham, the hel- the children that have faith. So the, the, the call today is be a child of Abraham, be an offspring of Abraham. And that's code for have faith and believe this story of resembling and representing and rescuing and resetting our minds that we find out today. Thanks for listening.